What's up, guys? Welcome back to the pod. Hope everyone had a really great weekend. I just got my disport done and my face is still numb. So if I sound a little <laughs> off, it's because my face is numb. LOL. Shout out Dr. Diamond. I love you. I got disport. I wanted to look good for going home to London and the holidays and whatnot. So that's why I got a little top up. And I want to talk about the holidays today, holidays and food specifically, because it is a triggering as fuck time. Let's just all hold hands and call a spade a spade. It is a very tricky time for anyone who has ever had any food issues, which is essentially any female with a pulse, right? A sad, sad, but true fact. Okay. And if this doesn't uh, apply to you, I am so fucking happy for you and turn this off and go do something fun. But if you have ever dealt with a food thing or you feel a little nervous about the holidays, then this is for you. I just want to talk about why I think it's so stressful, my personal experience, and then some things that have helped me to feel better because it's my favorite time of year. It is literally my favorite time of year. And for many years, I found it to be an incredibly stressful time because I was trying to enjoy myself, but then I was just thinking about food and I was like stressed out and I was sad and I felt, I I feel like my neuroses ruined some special memories and some times when I just wish I had just shut the fuck up and had fun. And I'm not saying that to be mean to myself. I'm just like, sometimes, I mean, most of the time I just wish my brain, my overactive brain would shut up. So let's talk about it. Why is it so triggering on the holidays? Okay, for a couple of reasons. First of all, there's just food everywhere. For the next two months, basically November through December, there's just food everywhere. There's treats in the office. It's Thanksgiving. Your grandma came over with cookies. Your neighbor brought you chocolates. You're going to a work happy hour. You're going to a Christmas party. You know, there's just actually food everywhere you look and in a way that is like inescapable, which is fun, but it also can really, really trigger you, whatever, whatever. That's the first reason. The And like Thanksgiving, can I just say, it is my favorite holiday for a lot of reasons because I get to go home to London and it's really fun and all my British friends think it's so goofy and silly. But let's just also say that Thanksgiving is literally a holiday that is about overeating. And you know, go off. I love that for us, America. But let's just be honest. It's like all the verbiage around Thanksgiving is, well, obviously you're like tanks. You clearly don't know it's supposed to be about giving thanks a hundred percent. And I do. (laughs) I am fucking grateful. You guys, you know that. But also it's just about overeating. Everything's like, ooh, like unbutton your pants or, oh, we start eating at two and we don't stop eating it till six. And again, I love it. But it's no wonder why some people get a little stressed out because it's a lot. Also, relatives commenting on your bodies. Now, my good besties in Christ, it is the year 2023. You would think that people would not be commenting on our bodies when we go to our family's houses, blah, 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 but they do. And I'm shocked by how many messages and emails that I get about, oh my God, my in-laws comment on my body. This person comments on my body. My parents do. And like, it's crazy. But, but. The I am going to shift there. I am going to shift. At least we know it's not just us. At least, we, you know, we've never had a unique experience and everybody really is out here dealing with it. So at least we're all in it together. 
I also, I'm so sorry, guys. I should have said at the top of the episode, we're obviously going to be talking about food and bodies. So if that's upsetting or triggering to you, please don't listen to this. You don't need to listen to anything that ever upsets you. So I'm sorry. I should have said that earlier. So I, for a long time, had this thing where I would on, I would really only care about what my mom thought about my body, whether I was up or down. If you've listened to me for a long time, you know I've basically gained and lost the same 20 pounds, like a lot of women, for my whole life. Like I've never, it's, I, I, live in, I live in a 20-pound range. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down. And I literally never used to believe myself because I used to like not weigh myself. So I would never even believe myself. I would never believe myself about where I was in the in the 20 pound band until I would go home usually for Thanksgiving because I don't see my mom that much because she lives in London. And I remember I would torture her. Poor fucking woman. I tortured her. I would literally force her to tell me how I how she thought I looked like immediately when I would get in the door for Thanksgiving, I'd be like, how do I look like do I look good? Do I look up? Do I look bad? And I would be able to tell because my mom like me is a bad liar like what she thought and how where I was which is so fucking toxic don't ask me why I did this we all have our weird shit okay every woman has some weird weird fucking shit with food but I like talking about it because you guys have told me so much stuff and I just I feel less alone and I feel like it's all it's just it makes me feel better to know that I'm not alone and I hope that that's what this does for you but anyway so I was just like I felt like my mom was the only person who would tell me the truth and again because I didn't weigh myself and now I just like weigh myself so I know where I'm at and the number on the scale is no longer triggering to me but whatever so I'd come home for Thanksgiving and I'd be like mom how do I look and she'd be like honey you look good and I was like but do I look like good or do I look good and she you know it was just like this whole thing and then the most fucked up part was that I would be mad at her if she was like you look like you gained a little weight and I would be like in a bad mood with her for two days which is so supremely fucked up okay I'm so glad I don't do that anymore and then also the last thing is there's a lot of parties so you're also drinking a lot you're also going out you're drinking champagne it seems like everything is like an end of year drinks it's like oh my god you're having your your team is going out for drinks your office is going out for drinks your friend group is doing a secret santa you're doing friendsgiving like every single night is something and that's fun right but also you know there's a lot of drinks and for me that is definitely harder to resist First of all, because I love to drink. And secondly, because it's fun to celebrate. And also, you know, if you're at a Christmas party, you want to have a little champagne or, okay, there's eggnog. I fucking love eggnog. Do I know what it's made of? Absolutely not. And I don't want to know. I don't, Please don't tell me. But I love it. It tastes good. Uh, um, You know, there's just a lot. Like even I just said on um, Instagram, I'm just, it's November. I'm in the treat zone, right? I just, every fucking day, I'm like, oh, a pumpkin spice cold foam, yada, yada, yada. Oh, I'm going to get a gingerbread latte. I'm going to get this or that. Like, it's just treat time, okay? So it's a lot, okay? So what do we do? Do we freak out? No, we are not going to freak out. I'm going to tell you all of my tips and tricks because we deserve to have fun. We deserve to enjoy the best time of the year. We we deserve to celebrate. And spoiler alert, it really doesn't matter. Much like a vacation or a birthday or or whatever period of indulgence, it's not actually the period of indulgence that is going to change anything. It is insecurity or food issues that are lying dormant that are rearing their ugly head during the time. And I know you're thinking, well, take six weeks, two months is a long time to be like plowing treats every day. Maybe it, maybe it will have an effect on me. Yeah, maybe a little, but like 
not that much. It's just, it's just whatever shit you're dealing with coming up to the surface because you are being bombarded with all this stimulus, all this food, all this drink, all this celebrating, yada, yada, yada. And, and it's making you feel like it's going to completely change your body and that you're fucked and that it's going to be a disaster and and whatever. Also, I'll say this. It's the end of the year. You're fucking exhausted, right? You are worn down. You have 10 extra projects that your manager was randomly like, oh, can you just do this by the end of the year? You're going to deal with your family. Maybe your parents are divorced. You're stressed about that. Maybe you hate your fucking mother-in-law and you have to deal with her ass all fucking Christmas or whatever it is. Okay. We're all exhausted. And so for me, at least, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I think it's pretty fair to say that when you're tired is when all of your shit comes out, all the insecurities, that little teenage girl who lives inside of you who still feels weird about her body. Even if you're like pretty good with yourself day to day, this is the time when you're worn down, your brain is like, you know what would be fun to do? To reach back in that file of the insecurity that we had because we didn't feel hot in high school and just bring that up and think about it for the next month of December, okay? So that's what we're not gonna do. Also, this is what I always like to start with and what I always tell myself. You have done this every holiday season of your life. And guess what, sister? You survived every single one. You arrived in January and you were still a person and you were still wonderful and you were still alive and everything was fine. You went, have always indulged. You have always eaten Thanksgiving dinner. You have always, you know, drunk champagne and whatnot. And you've been fine. You've always been fine. So that's a great place to start. So my first tip is to keep your non-negotiables. I feel like I haven't spoken about non-negotiables on the pod in a minute. So as a refresher, your non-negotiables are the things that you do every day that make you feel grounded. And they don't necessarily have to be with food. For me, it's drinking water, reading, and going on my rich mom walk. Now, if I don't do these things, I feel very, very wobbly. I feel very like untethered and stressed out and I am not able to be my best self. I'm not able to do good work. I just don't feel good when I do those things. So whatever your non-negotiables are, you got to keep them because it will give you a sense of groundedness and it will make you feel normal, especially I'm talking to the moms out there because this time of year is actually so insane for you. The demands on you are astronomical. Like you're taking care of your kids. You are playing Santa. You are dealing with your in-laws. You are cooking a million things. You have end of school projects. Maybe you're even working at the same time. Okay. You have the most shit on, but I still want you to take time for yourself and to really, really do your non-negotiables please, because it will make you feel like yourself in this insane time. And it's important. It's so important. And I swear to God, it will make you show up better as a mom or if you're not a mom, whatever, it will make you show up better if you do these things for yourself. You've got to fill up your cup first. So that's the first thing. Okay. Second of all, again, these are in no particular order. So sorry if they're feeling disjointed. Okay. So as you guys know, I stopped being gluten and dairy free this year. And I know for some people that is literally not possible. Some people have medical issues that they need to be, you know, they have certain dietary restrictions. But for me, this has been a huge unlock. Now, in the past years, again, I'm speaking from personal experience. 
as always with my podcast, I want you to take what works for you and leave the rest. Take what works, leave the rest. It's like a buffet. You do you. When I was more struggling with food stuff, I would always try to restrict in like in weird ways around the holidays. So like at Thanksgiving, I would have like I would have just turkey and like the vegetables and like not that much potato and like no stuffing and no bread and stuff like that. But what would end up happening is I would eat like so much turkey. I would eat like half of the fucking turkey. I was like downing the turkey legs. I would eat like 17 plates of the roasted vegetables, like so much of that stuff because it was like an okay food. And actually I ended up eating more than I would have if I just had the fucking potatoes to begin with. So again, if that works for you, take it. If it doesn't, don't. But for me, especially now not being gluten, dairy-free, whatever, I just kind of eat what I want, but I don't eat too much, which is really for the first time in my life been amazing. And I, and I'm really excited about this holiday season because I think I'll be restricting even less now that I have no dietary restrictions. I remember three years ago I made, um, or no, when was that? That would have been, uh, like 2021, I think. I remember I like made this disgusting, it was like this nasty, like pumpkin flan. It was like a, um, like gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free thing. And I was just like, I convinced my family. I was like, I'm going to make this you guys as an option for people. And they were like, nobody else wants that. But like, okay, if you want to make it go off, I made it. It was so fucking nasty. It was disgusting. And I ate literally half the pan just to like prove the point. I was like, I can eat it because it's sugar-free. And like, I ended up eating fucking half of it. Now, if I want a piece of pie, I just eat a piece of pie and then I'm done with it. So again, if that helps you, I'm glad. If not, leave it. Okay, this is another good little tip for the holiday season. I've told you guys this before, but if you are a person who has a lot of social events, for me, I have a lot of social events in November, December. If you're going to a cocktail party or a Christmas party, whatever, you don't know if there's going to be food there, eat before. Eat something nourishing before, not too much, like something that fills you up, but you feel good after so that you are not absolutely ravenous when you walk into the party. Because I have done it where I've been like, oh, I'm going to this thing tonight. And, you know, I'm, oh, I'm going to try not to eat because I know there's going to be food there. And then I get to the party and I'm fucking frothing at the mouth like a rabid dog. I'm like, where's the hors d'oeuvres? I literally sound like Hades himself. I'm like, where? is the pigs in the blanket. And then what I do is I find the route of the wait staff who is kindly passing out the hors d'oeuvres and I just fucking plonk myself there. And I'm like, Patrick Starfish, you know, when he's like eating the crusty crabs like a Hoover, that's me when I don't eat before. Because I, you know what, even though I was a little bit harsh on her this season, I can be a little bit of like a sigh when it comes to food. Now I don't, I'm not, I don't say it out loud because I'm an adult, but like I get really hungry. I don't, I don't do well when I have like low blood sugar. So if I don't eat, I am like, I'm focused on that fucking food. So if you have something at like a, at 7 8, whatever, you don't know if they're going to fucking feed you. And you also don't know if you're going to like the food. Eat a snack before. This is just such an unlock tip for me. Even like a smoothie can be a great thing. Like, Anything that just fills you up, like a sweet green salad, whatever it is, so that you feel good. And then if it's like an amazing hors d'oeuvre that you want to try, go for it. But if it's like nasty and crusty, which let's be honest, a lot of hors d'oeuvres are, you can be like, okay, whatever. That's not for me, but I, I ate before, so I'm good. And then also if you're going to be drinking, you have something in your stomach already. Just tips of the trade from someone who's done it all. Another tip I have for you guys is 
there's obviously a huge amount of pressure in January to like restart like oh my god January like shredding and going to the gym and eating clean and whole 30 and there's so much fucking pressure and it can be overwhelming and I have always found that that like black and white switch from December 31st January 1st it's too much for me now I always do dry January I love it I can do another whole episode about why I love it so much and why it's important to me but the switch from like the day the 31st to the first of food I don't like that and it it's very much that like oh I'll start on Monday mentality which I have played with my entire life and has never worked and I think it's they've proven that it doesn't work because it's too abrupt and it's too much pressure and I also sometimes think it makes us overindulge in November and December because we're like oh my god winter's coming and just in January I'm only gonna eat like poached chicken and I'm I'm not gonna like I'm not even gonna look at a carb and blah 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 and then you get and you're like well I better fucking eat 10 plates of mashed potatoes now because I'm not gonna have it and it's just like all adding to that like binge and restrict mentality. So take that pressure off yourself. If you feel like you want to start like a new workout regime or whatever it may be, start it now. I I really, really don't believe in diets after having done every single fucking one under the sun. I could write literally another book about every single diet. In fact, maybe that will be my second book. It's just me telling all the hilarious stories of me trying every single fucking diet under the sun and nothing working because diets don't work. So I don't believe in diets. If you're on, if you do great, good for you. But like, and I'm, I'm not saying that in a sarcastic way. I really believe everybody has to work through body shit in their own way. But for me, I can speak from experience that none of them work. So I don't like to do any special food like like Whole30 or anything like that in January. But I'll I'll say this. I've gotten out of the habit of working out this year and I kind of miss it in my life more for mental health because I've told you guys before, I really see no effect on it on my body. But um, I've started lightly working out now because I don't want it looming. Like, I just that that stresses me out to think like, oh, my God, January one, I'm going to go to the gym and then I'm going to shred in the gym like six days a week. Like that really stresses me out. Like anything extreme, just I it doesn't work. So I've kind of started going like once, twice a week now so that it, it start it started. It's not scary. It's now. So that is my thought on that. So I have a note in here. You can always give treats away. Like I have a couple of friends who are teachers and they get so much treats in this time. Like every day kids are bringing stuff in. The parents are bringing stuff in. They have like so much candy and they're always like bringing cookies over. They're like, I have so much, but like you can always just give it away. So it's not wasteful. So for me also, like I get a lot of food PR, like cookies and, you know, candy and whatever. And if it's just feeling like too much, like you're like, I don't, I don't really want all this. Like this doesn't really look like it would be my palate or whatever. You can always just give it away. Take it to the office. I love to take stuff down to my doorman when I'm in New York. I'm like, you guys, I got cookies for you. Here we, here we go. You can always that. take it to your family's house, take it to drop it to your parents' house. And I, I don't know. That's just like, I, I just wanted to say that that's available to you. You can donate it to a a food bank or whatever, if it's packaged foods that you can always find something. You don't have to eat your way through it just because it's there. I never waste food. I have a really weird thing about not wasting food. So I used to get really overwhelmed. And then I was like, I can just make someone else's day and pass this on if I don't feel like eating it. Um, Plan your outfits now. So we're, oh God, how is this possible? We are basically mid-November already. 
I absolutely love holiday parties. I love like festive things. I I love velvet. Okay. I love a a fucking velvet platform. I love a bow. I love a like a you know mini dress with tights and boots. And this might sound weird, but a really fun activity to do on a Sunday, maybe it's like a rainy Sunday or whatnot, lazy, you have nothing to do, or you could do it with a friend. It would be so fun. Plan all your holiday party outfits. So look in your closet, see what's missing. Maybe you need like one or two new things to refresh so that you feel excited for the holiday season. I have to say mango right now is so cute with like all the holiday clothes that you guys have got to check it out. Like they have platforms, they have sparkles, they have sequins, everything. Maybe you need like one or two new things to refresh and then plan your outfits, plan a bunch of outfits so that if you get invited to something last minute and you're having one of those days where you're like, I fucking hate myself. I look ugly and everything. Nothing fits. I'm so ugly. You can just look back in your phone and take pictures of everything, of course, and just be like, oh, wait, actually, that dress is cute. I'm going to throw that on because when you're in the panic, trademark, the panic, TM, um, you can't think there's like you're even though your closet's there you're like I have nothing you do have stuff so think about it now take pictures this is dual pronged because not only is it super super helpful back like down the line it also gets you excited you're like oh I can't wait to wear my all my like this dress or like oh I'm gonna wear this on Thanksgiving Eve when I go to the bars in my hometown for Thanksgiving I'm gonna wear this on when I'm Thanksgiving with my grandparents I'm gonna wear this I'm gonna wear this to this Hanukkah party I'm gonna wear this to this Christmas party like get excited okay and then my final tip which I have written down is no one is thinking about you and you're probably going to eat it anyway and enjoy yourself anyway. So you might as well have a good attitude about it. Now, this is one of the hardest shifts to make. But when I did finally make this shift, I truly felt so happy and free because I was like, I'm going to do it anyway. Like I'm going to indulge anyway. I'm going to drink champagne for like 14 nights in a row anyway. So I might as well just enjoy it and not berate myself and have fun. And you know what? I look back at the pictures from every December, from every November, and I'm like, I look so cute. I was having so much fun. Is my face puffy? Heck yeah, it is. But I didn't care. I had the best time anyway. It's totally fine. It's seriously, I'm telling you guys, do not freak out. It is a waste of emotion. It is a waste of energy to freak. So just say to yourself, I'm going to enjoy this. And I deserve to enjoy it because it's fun to celebrate and have fun with your friends and your family. It's fun to celebrate holidays. It's fun to reflect on the end of the year and how far you've come, all you've achieved, all you want to achieve. And it's fun to party, okay? It's fun to party. Whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're married, it doesn't matter. It is fun to have fun and having fun is so fun and we all deserve to enjoy it. So I hope this was really helpful. And if you have any questions, follow-ups, write to me, DM me. You can email itsmetanks at seriousxm.com. Let's have a great holiday season where we are not mean to ourselves and we enjoy. Okay, I'll see you guys back here on Wednesday. Love you. Bye. Bye.